0: <laughs> hey, what's going on, Asslicks? Doctor Drill with the Making Motivation Podcast. Pulling out of the office, seven forty-five on the thirteenth of December, twenty twenty-one. It's a Monday. But I'll tell you, it wasn't too bad for a Monday. I was, I was concerned. I'll be honest with you. as i've discussed i have this penchant this tendency to uh get a little riled up towards the end of the year you know things are very frenetic the energy's all discombobulated just with the excitement of the holiday and the rushing around and the lights and the music and the togetherness and now we're in the middle of a pandemic hopefully we're not in the middle of it but shit, some days it feels like it's never going to end, hear all kinds of things about different people having various experiences, trying to dodge it yourself, trying to do the right things, and um, so that's always that background stress that fucks us all up, right? So I'm eager to get all these things done before the end of the year. I wanna shit. What did I do? Let me tell you some things. And I hope I didn't already share this with you. Over the weekend, one important thing that I wanted to do. First of all, the truck pissed down rain on Saturday, so I did not get to carve wood. Kind of just hibernated and got some things done, some paperwork and some stuff inside, and had some togetherness with family. It was all important, more important than any of the work and other shit, but that I wanted to get done. But you know, you want to get these things done. You want to complete these tasks. And one of the things I wanted to do was to get this new table. I wanted to install these new cushions. They're bolt-on cushions that I ordered from the company that makes my chiropractic table. So they're wider and they're very firm and very, very nice. They've got this really premium, um, upholstery that uh, the cushions are covered with and they match everything, the existing cushions very well. Pardon me as I zone out a little bit here because I am doing a little drive-by of this wood. There's a, a tree that's down in someone's yard here. So One of my neighbors her mother has hooked me up with some wood before—big old trees that have come down in her yard—and now we've got a a juniper. Well, that leapt right to my uh, to my lips. There, juniper tree had fallen down in the yard. Now I got to find out where this where this house is. I thought it was right on this street. So I'm going to come up here tomorrow. I'm going to be coming into Lansdale anyway in order to work on this bear and take away some scraps and, and just try to really make progress on this lantern-holding bear that I've been talking about for a long fucking time. And <clears throat> I'm tired of talking about it. I want to carve this motherfucker, I want to finish it, and I want to please my clients, and I want to collect a nice payday. Got to make some progress. Anyway, so I'm going to do another drive-by on this house, see if I can get some eyes on the objective. Plus, I'm not so eager to get home in too much of a jiffy, because tomorrow I'm off. That's why I'm talking about wood carving on a Tuesday. That's right, because hopefully the weather's going to be nice, and I'm going to be out there carving wood, getting shit done. And then it'll be Wednesday and Thursday and Friday, and we'll, next week will be freaking Christmas week. That's why. So, um... So I'm going to continue to search for this. But let's talk while I search for this juniper, just real quick. Oh, and this, by the way, look at these fuckheads. So this is actually the back way, the back road into the YMCA. We used to train here many years ago. The North Penn YMCA. DDIP would kick ass and take names right here. We'd run down this road and it's still a fucked up road with little you can hear the potholes as I drive over them and stuff. I had somebody the only person ever sue me right on that road. She was we're running down there and it's not a very well lit road. And we're running in formation and we would always tear ass as we got closer. Tear ass down that road. I'm not gonna be able to see this fucking juniper tree, I'll tell you that right now. But we would tear ass down the road. And since it's very poorly lit still at eight o'clock at night. This was like early in the morning. It was like 5.30, 6.30 in the morning. We were doing a charity food run. And as we were all would turn that corner, jumped off the sidewalks. Fuck you, I'm turning on red. Um, as we jumped off the sidewalks and traversed down that street, Forest Ave, there was a little fucking speed bump. And this dumbass well, I wasn't a dumbass, but she made a little false step and fell into a stepped into a fucking pothole and rolled her ankle. And I gave her crutches, I gave her ice, I wrapped it up, I helped her to the hospital, I did all these things to to help this person render first aid and make sure she was okay. And even after all that, she sued my ass. And I had insurance. And it was all paid for. Right? That's why you should always have insurance. Don't be fucking stupid. And um, I think she even tried to like... You know... it. it, it. Look, sometimes... You remember back in the day when somebody... I remember... Um, getting into stupid shit. Let's say so we had a pool party or something like that. My parent, My mother would always say... Aaron, if somebody gets hurt doing something stupid, we don't run around the pool. Because if somebody gets hurt, they're gonna and they break their neck. Well they're gonna sue us. Their family will sue us because they'll have to. They'll have to, Aaron, and there's some truth to that because what happened And you know, sometimes medical bills can be very expensive. Anyway, this girl rolled her ankle, she didn't break her neck, and she signed her life away on a on a um, waiver. In order to do this boot camp class, is a very uh, high probability you could uh, procure, you could wind up getting a sprained strain or something like that. And uh, we've had a, we had a bunch of rolled ankles. Because that's the most common orthopedic injury that you're going to run across, by the way, is a sprained ankle, an inversion sprain. So anyway, that happened back on Forest Road. And that woman is a bitch. I was still pissed because she sued me. And it wound up being like six grand or something like that. No negligence on our behalf. We had man, woman, and child. Fucking old people running down, limping down that road. um, Coming back from a charity food run. And she happened to be the poor soul who rolled her ankle over a speed bump. In a fucked up road. And that's just a, you know... Risky... That's a chance you take, you know. And she love to do that sort of stuff and assume all kinds of other risk what a dope and then I'm the asshole that's fucked up so anyway I'm no longer really bitter about it but it just goes to show you really gotta cover your ass or you're somebody will sue you so anyway fuck that tomorrow I'm gonna come down here in the light of day I'm not going to roll my ankle, I'm going to pull up in that yard, I'm going to cut that juniper tree, which is a uh, of a cedar variety, it's like in that family, so it, it the wood looks, it appears like that, it's got that brown, gray, stringy bark you can pull off, uh, you cut it, it's red on the inside, it smells very nice, very effervescent, just like a cedar chest or whatever, fucking beautiful wood, I love carving in it. Yeah, in front of my office right now, I have a heart that I carved up, a real big cedar, Um, like a half a cedar log. And so you can see this really beautiful red heart that pops up out of the the trunk and it just stands there right underneath my American flag. So I'm gonna have more of this. I'm gonna go gather that wood. I'm gonna carve my fucking lantern holding bear. I'm gonna make shitload of progress. I'm gonna pull away some of my waste. I' stop by the office, and I'm fucking yeah, it's gonna be awesome, so on Tuesday, I'm gonna get a good night's sleep tonight, but let me bet let me uh come off that segue now because now it's time to talk about the meat and potatoes here. <clears throat> I do have a message tonight, and it's that amid all this chaos that we are that it surrounds us right now and all this uncertainty. There's some beauty, man. There's some brilliance. There's the, this holiday season. There are people. I've said this before. People are presents. They really can cheer you up. They really can make you feel good. Make you hopeful for all the things that, um, for, you know, for good times, for positivity, for, um, people doing the right thing. They can reaffirm your confidence in the human race, which is often suspect. Like if you watch the news, if you talk to people, sometimes you're like, it'll embitter you. It'll make you so miserable when you deal with people and you're thinking about somebody, you just got done talking with somebody, you got a fight with your boss, you got a fight with a co-worker, some family member, you guys never got along, whatever your situation is, There are situations, there are people that'll make you fucking miserable. And then you go and you shine that misery on other people. And that is infectious. Far more infectious than the virus, right? It's a different type of virus. And it's at work right now. It makes all this shit doubly impactful. Doubly terrible. These fucking times right now. The COVID times. Well... I want my message tonight is to tell everybody that they should have hope and they should feel good th- about mankind and about their fellow brother and sisters out there. there's some wonderful people. Think about them right now. Think about that person that you know you're glad that you're happy, you're proud to be their friend and you the coworker that makes that helps you you know um endure. You you go to their You go to that job, if you know, for other reasons aside from secondary gain, earning a living, um, feeling like you can produce something. You go there because of the people, co-workers, the people that you're on that team with, people that you have to work together with in order to accomplish things. Now you might be thinking right now, well, I hate those fuck. I hate every one of them. Um, And. That's possible that there could be all assholes. It's also possible that you're an asshole. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's the key to all this. That's the key to positive thinking. You can't talk shit about positive thinking or motivation or, you know, self-help if, you, if you're a miserable fuck. You know, if that's the case, then you need to talk to somebody, and I'm not that person. You need to get a therapist. I've had one. You need to get maybe, you know, do some fucking... Breathing, some Wim Hof breathing, some meditation. You need to read some books. You need to, you know, read some of those Stoic writings, philosophies. Go on YouTube. There's endless self help sort of videos and um, chants and fucking nature sounds and all that stuff that'll fill your mind with positive stuff. You know, apart from this negative crap that's all over the news. You see, so you can't be a fuckhead yourself. Now, if you are, That's excusable, at least for a period of time, because we all struggle. We're all sinners. We're all, we all uh, are fallible. And so, can't blame you for being a little, being a little fucked up. Just correct yourself. Want to improve. And if people see you that that you care enough to improve, they're going to want to be around you more, you know. But if you're the person that's causing a lot of the the problems in your own life and in the lives of others, yeah, folks are going to hate you. It's not good for your, for your health and, and well-being. Anyway, um, I know some fucking phenomenal people. You know, I'll give you a uh, scenario. I, you know, it's, of, course, of course it's my job to make people feel good physically. And I, um, in addition to that, mentally. Because I make them laugh. I make them feel good, I I, I look forward to my visits with them. I love what I do, and people pick up on that. Therefore, the experiences that we have together are very positive, you know? And then people start regarding you and your practice, the work you do, as something that helps them. It helps them physically, mentally, in a way, spiritually, Gives them hope about the world and 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 that there are people out there. Not everyone's out to get you. Not everyone's an asshole. And that's me. Okay, I might be a little bit of an asshole. All right, good people. Let's talk about good people. A year ago today, my friend John Zaleski drank himself to death. All right, we served together in the Marine Corps. Before that, we were friends in the Pine Barrens forever, surf bums, drinking buddies. We got, in sixth grade, we got into a fist fight. Mr. Raspers' class went down to the (coughs) principal's office, laughed it off, and made fast friends. Got in a little bit of trouble together. Told you my mother brought us down to the Marine Corps recruiting station. Joined the Marine Corps in a buddy program. Went to boot camp together, did all our training together, and then went separate ways when we went out to the Fleet Marine Force, when I went to the infantry, and he became an air traffic controller. John um, is a tremendous guy, funny, spirited, uh, proud of his Polish heritage. He would call himself, you know, uh, self-disparaging humor. He'd call himself the Polak, dumb Polak. He always called people names. Uh, Including himself, no one more than himself. Um, He had some traumas in his life, like we all do, and he found comfort in a bottle and he drank, you know, heavily. I'm talking about, you know, bottles, disgusting quantities of alcohol that'll make you think twice about having that next beer. So he really had a sickness, and he he dragged himself to death in some government subsidized motel and they found a bunch found him laying on the floor amid a bunch of plastic fucking cheap ass vodka bottles, handles as people call them. Terrible, terrible end to the to a beautiful life. Everybody loved the guy. He had a killer smile. He had two dimples, off jutting off the side of his face. He was always in shape. He was among the most athletic of us. He would always get the girls. He everybody liked him. They couldn't help but like him. Even people who found themselves at odds with him. He was just an awesome person, and I'm proud to have known him and have had you know. S- several decades with him in my life. Also, our com- our friends in common. We were a gang. Uh, the, the the fellowship of our gang growing up in the Pine Barrens together, you know, surfing down LBI, terrorizing the shore. Um, at school parties in the woods. You know, we we were fucking thick as thieves. We were a gang, and uh, a gang for good. We didn't want to hurt anybody. I think one time, John might have pissed on somebody's toothbrushes at a house party or something like that. I thought that was very cruel. I might not have been John. I don't think John would even have even done that. But somebody said they pissed on somebody's toothbrushes in the bathroom. thought that's fucking terrible. You fucks. Karma's a bitch, you know. Anyway, so John died. That's a terrible thing. And if John's up there, if his spirit lurks, hopefully part of it goes around with all of us. I keep, I carry him around all the time. John is a tremendous human being. God, I can't say enough about him. Countless good times with John and our friends, and I'm sorry that he's gone. But I'm also sorry that he lived. I'm also happy that he lived and I had that time with him. So even though it's a sad occasion, it's a happy occasion. It makes me think of my bro, my friend. Next, I have a young family, 30, early 30s. They have a beautiful little daughter. And uh, the husband, he's got an uncle from Italy who's coming in to spend a month, a month with them guy's retired, he wants to come over here, spend some time in America with family. Last time he came in, the guy's brother, okay, in other words, the father of my patients died. He died like a couple days, within a couple days of his brother arriving here, or maybe just before. It's a tragic loss. And that was the last time he came in. This time, they've done all kinds of things. They put a patio in. They made his uh, uncle's, who's Italian, by the way. A native Italian. They, you know, zhuzhed the house up, prepared for this guy's arrival. Can't wait to see him. We're going to celebrate him well and show him all around. And he's going to be eager to help around the house and spend time with the young family and see all these people, you know, his relatives from America. And they're going to rejoice and they're going to spend time together. And they're, they're ambitious. They, you can tell they're very eager. My friend said he's very nervous. And you know, he's excited. He's also nervous that his uncle's coming in because the last time he saw him, it was under these other circumstances. And to put his father to rest. The guy's brother. So now he's coming in. They're going to redeem that. They're going to, you know, they're going to have a wonderful visit. You know. And I just look at that love and that fellowship and that, you know, that anybody who knows that Italian families—they're very amicable. They're very amorous, loving people. They celebrate. They like to hug each other and talk sometimes fight but everything is with passion the romance languages right Italian is one so I saw the enthusiasm in this man this 32 year old man's gaze and in his wife's gaze and uh, their little daughter and and I, I haven't even met Uncle Tony But I'm excited for him to come and spend, you know, a month with his family from America and have a great time and be reunited and and just the possibilities, the love, you know, the eagerness to to be reunited, to be heal around things, to celebrate. I, I love that. Okay? That's what the holidays are about. My friend, Porphy, he's Mexican originally, you know. He's American. Mexican-American man. Awesome. He's going to go see his He's going to travel to Mexico for more than a week to see his parents. And he's telling me what he's going to do and the stops he's going to make along the way. And he's eager to see his mother and his father and his sisters and, you know, stop going to Mexico City for a while. And going go, he's going to go out to see his parents. And He's just talking about the, the little, all the little stops along the way. And how excited he is to... Every every year he does that. At least once a year he'll go to see his parents. In Mexico. People visiting, you know. With one another. People loving one another. Caring, spending time. Another friend... I know that he's going to be going under the knife soon. And his wife came in today. And... You know, she's preparing for the surgery and making sure everything's right for him. So that just, just after the holidays, just after on Christmas Day, he's going to take a COVID test so that he can do, go to surgery a couple days later. Three to five days you need or something like that in order to get the surgery. So you got to get this test. So all the preparations just to look out for this guy, make sure he can get his procedure, and he can do it so healthy Healthily, other people present with various dramas and positives and negatives and everything in between. God, I see a tremendous array of human beings none of them are perfect all of them are wonderful in their own way some of them I'm sure have terrible sides but they have the potential they have the choice to make to do great things human beings are capable of tremendous tremendous things positives and they're capable of horrors so what are you going to do? What is your choice? With your actions, with your mindset, with, you know, you you want, you, you figure out tomorrow what you're going to do. You know, you can get up tomorrow and, um, you can either sleep in, uh, you can drown your cares in fucking booze or drugs or stress or food or whatever, self-loathing and you can sleep your ass in you can get up tomorrow or you can get up tomorrow and hit the gym go out there and breathe the fresh air despite the pandemic despite the holiday stress or the regrets or the, the, the challenges that face us every day we have an opportunity to make the right decisions to do the right things we choose to be happy, and we choose, even if when we're unhappy, that's normal, a normal emotion to experience sometimes. We choose, we can navigate back on the right path, the path that we want and deserve to be at. And so I love seeing people in various stages of life, of emotion think about it, you know, what's going on in your life right now, what happened on this Monday, oh, people don't like Mondays, I I don't like them either, I mentioned earlier that I was, I'm trying to squeeze all this stuff in, I'm anxious, I was anxious, yesterday I became very anxious, I was trying to knock out all these things, I was trying to spray paint the fucking hats on these gnomes, and, and stake down my wife's new snowman, and uh, burn a bunch of crap that I was driving around and felt like a fucking gypsy, no offense to gypsies, so, felt like a, some f- fucking junk man, had big cardboard boxes from those uh, table cushions that I mentioned, and I had, you know, gum wrappers and all kinds of shit, and I'm thinking this fucking thing, this truck is all beat up, I need to take some time and clean it up, and I need to burn all this trash, and I did that, I did all these things. <clears throat> I'm stressing about stupid shit. And as soon as I found my groove today, which is early in the morning, I fucking got up, I hit the hit the gym, got some good training in, it's my third consecutive day in the gym. I'm gonna go every day. Even if only for half hour. That's my New Year's resolution. That's my goal. It's good for you. It's good for your body. It's good for your mind. It helps you unfuck yourself. <clears throat> so that started my day. And then I go into the office. I'm feeling good. I got, saw a bunch of great people. I Like I said, a mixture of, a mixed bag of emotions and problems and I'm helping people solve. And you know, I can't solve people's problems for them but I can make them laugh. I can take the stress, remove the stress from their their physicality, their muscles and their joints. Don't tell me you can't feel that. Every single one of you fuckers should be a patient, okay? Because we are accumulating and harboring this bullshit. And you have to get rid of it. And people are not doing a good job of ridding it of themselves. So I'm the guy it takes one for the team and I sacrifice myself for you I help you liberate this stress and then I encourage you to go out and do it on your own I'm happy to do that God it's fucking great work so we, when people say we're all in this together we're fucking all in this together man we have to work together or else we're fucked so get up tomorrow morning and make the right choices how can we make this world a better place how can you make your life better that little short stoic list that I shared with you you know follow those seven steps I've been doing it. I've been thinking about it ever since I've been telling you about it. Listen to the masters. You need to find somebody to listen to. I talked to a guy this morning. He's talking about how his, you know, his ex-wife's a pain in the ass. And she's always negative as soon as she gets in the car. you know, When he sees her, he tries to give her a chance. And all of a sudden, she's all this negative stuff she brings up. And it's like, I want to talk about this shit. So we laughed. And I gave him the stoic short list of recommendations and uh, he's like thank you for this and I bet you he's going to fucking follow some of that maybe you can pass on something good for people, maybe you can be the one of the people that's showing beautiful scenes, vistas on social media and co- cool quotes and things that are funny and things that are interesting most people are doing that now, they realize that the negative stuff nobody wants to hear it nobody wants to see it we get enough of it even in the little memes that you agree with you see and it's like making fun of anti-vaxxers and all that stuff I see all these things and I think ha 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 yeah these dumbasses try to understand people or at least try to just acknowledge that there are human beings as well try to help people try to understand them, try to, if not for them, for you, first, you know, so I'm gonna end you, I'm gonna end with something, uh, a little, um, another story that's unfortunate, but it's got a, it's got a silver lining, so my son, he's, he, he's been running track, and he shared that his track coach was, um, was out, couldn't go to the meet on Saturday because he had COVID and then his wife died so I think his wife word is it might have been complications from from COVID and these people are in their 50s right I hope I'm wrong but the man's wife is definitely deceased God rest her soul get an email today from my my son's teachers, and uh, they're helping him out with some of his studies, and they're saying how good of a student Sam is, and following that, they comment on how compassionate a young man he is. Because he asked them what they might do, what the track team might do for his family, you know he 's got I think, five children, his coach who's out with COVID and his wife passed has five kids, so my son that his heart goes out to somebody who is this, who has experienced a loss and that he wants to help somebody That's more precious than any gift, any material thing that you might put under my tree. I don't want any of that shit. I don't need it, you know. We don't need any of this stuff. We don't need the lights, we don't need the fucking rich food. We don't need the presents, the Amazon packages on the stoop it's all a nice little tradition and to think of other people is the idea obviously but I want that I want to know that my children are good human beings that they are compassionate that they are trying to round up support for people who need help that they're trying to do good things that's what matters to me and that's what matters to me in my life. Now, I'd like to take credit. My wife and I are good people. We care. We make it our business to, you know, make the right decisions. And we both keep our teachers, we serve people well, we're, we're we got big hearts. I know that, you fucking know it. But whether it's nature or nurture, I told these people, I said, you know, Sam's always had a very, very trusty moral compass. And I'm glad to see that he's doing the right things. And he's trying to look out for other people. Because somebody's got to fucking do it. And everybody on some level, except the most demented among us, wants to do that. We want to do good. We want to help. Rather than hurt. We want to be there to make people feel good, rather than, you know, be divisive, be an antagonist, be a gossip, talking shit. And so, music to my fucking ears when I hear that my son is trying to raise support for somebody who's taken some blows recently. There's a lot of that going on. So look for that shit. Look for people that need to be helped. It's the greatest thing in the fucking world to help other people. It's the most noble thing you could ever do. Render assistance to somebody in need. It's what all these damn, um, whatever channel that is, where there's all these uh, Christmas movies where, you know, there's somebody in a fucked up situation and, you know, there's this challenge and good overcomes evil or, you know, it's a wonderful life where somebody's on the balls of their ass or not doing very well, experiencing some hardship and they think that it's all over them and they're, it's a total loss and the world would be a better place without them that's bullshit man sometimes we feel like that sometimes we, we feel like a failure sometimes we feel like we're not feeling it sometimes we feel negative stressed hopeless but if you feel like that I want you to think again Find somebody to help. Find somebody to listen to. Let them know that you care. They can see it in your gaze. They can feel it in your handshake, in your embrace, in your presence. In a text message, in an email, you can make somebody feel good. You can make people want to drive on. You can turn people into George Baileys. You know? You can personify goodness and the holiday spirit. Scrooge. Scrooge is in all of us. Bob Cratchit is in all of us. Santa is in all of us. And Krampus is in all of us. You know? Think about that and the dramas that you encounter throughout the day. Try to make sense of it and try to do I'll tell you, I've never felt like I've walked away from a work day at Healthy Balance Chiropractic. I've never felt anything but wonderful. I've been tired. I've been stressed. I've been aggravated... Um, Some days. And you know... You can hear it in my voice... That I'm a little bit out of it sometimes. Just fatigued. You know, I get like the thousand yard stare... Because you're giving. But... uh, And that takes energy. It takes effort... To give. But God, it's fucking so worthwhile. If I someday... You know... Listen to these podcasts. I'm sure that'll be evident by the number of times that I talk about it. You gotta give. You'll find it so fucking rewarding. You'll be a hero to people. Just because you care. And folks will know that about you. This guy really gives a shit. She really has got a good heart. How good it makes me feel that my son made, a, made the right decision. Or that I see other people embracing family and friendship and... Um, and trying to make the right decisions, trying to be there for other people. That's what fucking, you know, the Santa story and the fucking... Seasons Greetings and all that stuff. All these little various shows from frickin' Frosty the Snowman to Rudolph with his fucked up nose. And we just watched that the other day, the claymation thing. where Everybody makes fun of him. These are all little parables, you know. These are all little stories through which we can see. Yeah, obviously we can see. The dramas of human beings, but they all do illustrate the ability for human beings to rise to the occasion. You know, I've for the last forty-five minutes, I've talked about the balance between some unfortunate things that that are part of the story, and then the opportunity for us to salvage the situation. You know, people who are sick, people who are stressed, people who are, feel hopeless. Be a fucking Ru- big Ru- Rudolph fucking nose, glowing through the fog. Just say fog it, and lead the team through this through the the snow and the fog to the destination. And if we hash out break down all these little stories the same thing will be there you know success failure trauma healing good bad and we have a choice when we wake up tomorrow morning don't fall for the banana in the tailpipe man wake up and make a fucking tomorrow's your day take the power back kick ass and take names all right Don't give a fuck what you're doing with you're banging nails or you know counting money or whatever fucking serving hamburgers get your fucking ass up tomorrow put a smile on your face and this this declare that you're going to take the day for all it's worth and you're going to put some goddamn points on the board And you're going to lead the team through the fog through the fucking snowstorm and you're gonna be a playmaker for other people. That is the holiday spirit. That is positivity. That is something that we can all do, whether we have the money to spend on material items. That none of that shit. Being good doesn't cost any fucking money. Doing the right thing don't cost shit. It it pays you. You'd be fucking very wealthy human being. If you care for people, if you give a shit, if you make an effort, and sometimes your efforts will fall on you know deaf ears, or no one won't purchase, nobody will, will receive it, or they'll take it for granted, or whatever. It's on to the next person to help. So anyway, all right, go fuck yourselves. All right. <laughs>